the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where we encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area and help men and women get control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality exist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here's your hosts, John, Ed, and Blaine. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Ruthie and Blaine Nurse. Uh, we're here tonight to have a great time with you folks. Uh, if this is your first time you ever join us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness. Folks, uh, we have a great topic tonight. We're going to have God's wonderful grace, our God's amazing grace. So I hope that you enjoy this show. We always start off with our um, praise report over at the... Uh, weekend, Blaine. I know you were gone, and Ruthie, you were sick. So I know it's such a bummer. It was, it was. You know, we had a great time out there. Uh, we had a great turnout. Um, uh, Susan is still doing her prayers. She came up and was telling me she did her prayers. Her that's dog great. got a mighty healing. Oh, that's great. So um, she was real good at that time, and so everybody's doing well. So um, that's the praise report. I can go a little bit more deeper, but I we got a good subject in today. But go ahead, Blaine. Can I add to that? Um, you know, we've been called by God to do what we do, mm-hmm. but we get to share not only our lives, our testimony, the word of God, and encourage those around us, but Susan encourages all of us, doesn't she? Yes, she week does. By week. I know. God is yeah. using her. There's so many folks that we meet on those streets, and I tell them, I let them know what I think, that I believe God's light is shining through them and to be an encouragement to those out there. Well, hearts are being touched, and God's really uh, touching people's heart. I think we're going to be seeing a revival here soon because so I've been too. noticing people have been people just are responding more. Hunger for that word. Yes. They're just hungry for it, and um, we're getting a lot of good things happening. Um, we're getting churches call us up to help with their homeless. Um, minister, uh, they had a minister call up, and he wanted um, us to help a couple. Uh, he does a youth group over there, and there are some children there that are homeless, and he wants help for the parents and them, so we're helping them. So the name's going out. We're, we're getting a lot of feedback, but the main thing is is giving them God, giving them the word mm-hmm. where they got that hope, that base, and they know that God is a provider. And if you let God provide, he'll provide for you. Ruthie, your testimony was about providing, and I thought that was really good and how he Helped you out. He's our Jehovah Jireh. He's the God that provides. Amen on that. Amen on that. So let's go ahead and get into the word. Again, it's God's awesome grace. I'm going to go ahead and start off. I have, I'm going to start us off with um, Acts, uh, yeah, Acts 20, 32. And it says here, it says, And now I entrust you to God and the message of his grace that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance with all those he has set apart for himself. God has God's grace is wonderful. I love His grace. It's mm-hmm. I, I every time I think about it, I just think God. It's not about performance. 
because performance is <laughs> there's no way I would ever get in and I just love about his grace and I wrote a um, this down I wrote down God's grace gives power endurance freedom and hope and it is God's gift to those who love him so you know God is there at all times to, uh, for us to reach out and just grab a hold of his loving grace mm-hmm. you know God is so full of grace I can take that back in Exodus 34 6 and I love that I can go a little deeper in that but this is when uh, Moses was um, with the Israelites when he um, threw the um, the commandments down broke them and then he went back up and had to get them done again and God he said I want to see you God and God walked by him And but this is where that's at and he says, and it starts off here in verse 6. It says, The Lord passed in front of Moses, calling out, Yahweh, the Lord, the God of compassion and mercy, I am slow to anger and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. And it goes on to tell him about how he forgives iniquity, rebellion, and sin. But God himself is saying this. This ain't someone else saying it. He is telling himself how much he cares and how much he is. Uh, he's there with that wonderful grace. And um, and I that is right there is one of the full examples. There's so many examples throughout the whole Bible about his grace. But that one always touches a heart with me because that's him speaking it and no one else, not one of the prophets writing it down. So here we go again. And I wrote down number two was grace is a good gift from the Lord. And I based that out of Psalms 84, 11. And I'll go ahead and read that one. It says, for the Lord, our God is our son and our shield he gives us grace and glory the lord will withhold no good thing from those who Mm -hmm. do what is right again we see the wonderful grace of god i these are all from the lord he is telling us i am here to give you hope i am here to give you salvation i'm here take away your sins i'm here to give you all of me and that's his wonderful grace and what a loving thing that is the third uh had another one here that says god's grace gives us power to obey him it's not about us he gives us the holy spirit and that one i got out of Acts 6 verse 8 and i'll go ahead and read that one and it's, this was Stephen. You remember him? He was a man of God. And he said, he said, a man full of God's grace and power performed amazing miracles and signs among the people. He did. And he was a man who was after God's heart there again. God showered his power upon him to show these things and to have others know that it's God. It's not me as a man. It's God, my God. And then I went on to wrote here, it says, God's grace frees us from sins. Yes, he does. And that's again, is in 614. Remember, we read it in Exodus. Now, this is going to back us up in Romans. And here it says in verse 14, sin is no longer your master, for you are no longer living under the requirements of the law. Instead, you are living under the freedom of God's grace. Mm-hmm. I love these because I'm giving you examples where God not only said it in Exodus, but now he's backing up his word in all this. Again, I got another one here. God's grace makes salvation um, possible. I got that out of Ephesians uh, chapter 1, verses 7 through 8, and I'll go ahead and read that. And it says, He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his Son and forgave our sins. He has showered his, he he has, excuse me, he has showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. That was verse 8. Again, 
God is there to shower us with his gifts. He's there to give us his love. He's there to give us his wonderful grace. And the last one I have, and then I'll send it over to you, Ruthie. God's grace gives us hope. And I base that out of 1 Peter chapter 1, verses uh, 13, verse 13. And it states here, I, maybe I might want to read 14, but I'll hold that one back. So think clearly and exercise self-control. Look forward to his gracious salvation that will come to you when Christ Jesus is revealed to the world. He has revealed him to me in numerous ways that I know Christ is in my life. I have seen him when he when I was down, he had picked me up. When I was lonely, he comforted me. When I was full of sin, he gave me grace. And you know the thing thing is, he's always with me. And I always got to remember when I'm ever feeling down, folks, and maybe you're feeling down or you just don't feel the presence of God, God is there with his loving grace. And that's why I love about this topic tonight because it just shows how god wants to be in every part of our life ruthie i'm going to shoot it over to you all right i love that uh so grace isn't just something that god gives to us it's who he is yes god gives grace because he is gracious that's right and i want to share psalm psalm 103 8 The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. It's who he is. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I was liking about Exodus 34, 6. It was him speaking. It was Yahweh, Lord, God. It was him speaking. It wasn't Moses. It wasn't the prophets. You know, it was him who was speaking. And he was telling him, he was telling the world, he was telling everybody, including you and me and everyone, this is who I am. Here you go. And I love the scripture backing that up. Right. And God showed um, the Israelites his grace in, in spectacular fashion. When he parted the Red Sea, they, they walk across on dry land. He tells them, the Egyptians you have, have seen here today, you won't see again. Uh, you, you know, the, the water closes on, on the Egyptians. And, um, and, and God's rescued his people. And, and then they mess up again. Oh, yeah. Shortly after that, they, they, uh, Moses finds them worshiping the, the golden calf. And, and, and yet God continues to show them grace. Even mm-hmm. after that, that spectacular uh, d- display of, of, of his grace, his love, his mercy, his compassion, and, and his mighty power. I love it. And it's so true. It's that wonderful, wonderful grace again. You, you know, how many times have I messed up throughout my life? I can't even count it. I don't even want to know the numbers because it's so far. But there it's again. God's with his loving grace saying, I'm here. Just come to me. So I love it, Ruthie. You're on. <laughs> uh, Blaine? Is it my turn already? Yeah. All right. And then we'll go back to Ruthie. And let Ruthie has, she has Well, I've got scripture. a lot to say. Um, I'm only going to go one uh, scripture also so we can bounce it back and forth. But... Um, I am going to read a, a scripture that means a lot to me, and it's going to be out of the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 9. It says this, and I really want you to listen, please. And all these scriptures that you hear today, um, please write them down and go and do this study because this really is speaking to me. But thirteen nine says this, do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines, for it is good that the heart be established by grace, not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with them so not every not every belief you guys not every say even call it a religion or a belief 
is based upon grace. And so ours is. Our, our belief as Christians and believing that this Bible is the Word of God, it is established by grace. And I think with all the scriptures that we're reading today, it's very important that we have a gracious, as you just read, Ruthie, a very gracious and loving Father who loves us. Let's see, there's a scripture in there. It says, uh, even while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't wait for us to clean up our act or anything else. We are saved by grace. So I think tonight, folks, I think we're all just going to be in agreement that God is so good and he's so gracious. You know, the fall from Adam, God already had a plan as how he was going to bring man again. Because he was inspecting that, uh, not to say that God doesn't know everything, that, um, that what the devil was given by Adam, it was meant for us. And he gave it over to him, but he had a plan how he was going to give it back to us again. And I think that's, you know, he already had it set there. Ruthie, I know you have another scripture. Would you want to go ahead and give us another one? He did. That was God's first display of grace was yes. in the garden. Yes, it was. And Adam and Eve sinned. And God, in his grace, he killed an animal and used the animal's blood to, to cover that sin. And he, he could have killed uh, Adam and Eve right then and there and said, yeah. oh, this is, I'm starting over. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. He showed grace. And, and we see it throughout the Bible. I love it. I love it. And he showed us also what sin uh, prevails about, it, what it does. It is, right. It's death. Right. It's, it, it's serious. It's a very serious. very serious. Yeah. It's very serious to God. So I want to share a verse from Hebrews, Hebrews 4.16. I love this verse. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need now i've never been invited to the white house to meet the president i've never been invited to to the palace to meet the queen but i am invited to the royal chambers of of the king of kings the king of heaven and earth our, our high priest king jesus and um so i just love that verse amen uh you know what i still get wow where we're where he went and prepared a place for us and i i try to imagine what heaven's going to be like and i don't even think i even touch a grain of it you know because uh it's going to be wonderful can you imagine no more weeping no more crying no more pain no more sorrow it's going to be a love and a love that i don't think we even know what love means right we we get examples all peace and joy and Mm. heaven's going to be fun i i think people you don't think about that a lot, but heaven will be fun because God is a fun God. He is. He, he is. is. You can tell by the festivals that he uh-huh. has for the Jewish. Uh, He's mm. big on celebration. He does. And on the seventh year, he got a whole year of rest. So he, he's 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 not a man who likes it. You said we got to do our work, but we also have to rest, too. We got to have that peace. Right. So, yeah. I, and I, I think. God likes barbecue. That's my theory because every time they they did the sacrifice, he always says it was a pleasing aroma. Oh, the aroma. oh that's right. No, <laughs> so that's my theory. He likes you're right on the money. I mean, I love a good barbecue. You can smell the neighbor's barbecue, can't right? you? When you go out the house sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, we know about that's that smell. Theory. I, I think it's a good theory. That, that's a great theory. <laughs> well, I love it. I love that um, the scripture that you just read, not only the throne room of grace we have been invited in, but we can go boldly. Yes. yes. Not like, hey, we own this place, but boldly knowing that he's going to listen, that he cares. And 
we can, we can go with confidence. So that is a beautiful scripture. Um, you know, I'm going to read a very familiar scripture. Um, it is about grace. It's, it's about God's awesome grace. It's probably one that we've all heard. It's, it's a refrigerator magnet that you want to have, and that's through Ephesians 2.8. And it says, and we, we say this one, you guys. It, I, I've, I've, it's been on my heart to read this scripture over and over uh, while we're at the park and with other believers or non-believers. Um, verse 8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. So, you know, grace, you, you, the word established it, Ruthie. Thank you so much for establishing grace with Adam and Eve. God established grace, and it is by his grace that we are saved, and it's by his love that we can come boldly to his throne with confidence and give him our petitions. He is a loving father. You know, this is the message we need to get out. Everybody needs to hear this message. This is our God. This is his word speaking. Well, you know, it's uh, it's a, it's. God's there. It's just um, it's it's reaching out and letting people know that um, it's not by our works. We all feel that we got to get cleaned up to come before God and tell Him, "Hey, look, this is what happened." You don't need that. That's that's not what God's asking. God just wants you to come boldly to the throne and ask for your um, ask for your um, salvation. It's easy enough to grab. Ruthie, you got another scripture there for us? I sure do. I'm going to read from Romans three twenty three and twenty four. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that comes by Christ Jesus. And so I think this is probably what we think about most when we think about God's grace. It's the forgiveness of our sins and the gift of salvation, and it's a free gift. It's it's available for all people because God loves all people. Absolutely. He doesn't want you to be um, caught up in condemnation about the law. Um, Jesus came for that purpose to right. fulfill God's grace, wonderful grace that gave to us. And I just love it. And that's where we we don't have that. Um, I, I just, you know, every time the devil comes and tries to hound on you and says, you know what, you're not perfect. You know that you're darn right. I'm not perfect. And I, I'm loving that because I got the grace of God who knew me before I even knew myself when he knitted me in the womb of my mother and knew who I was and mm-hmm. knew where I was going to be. And he was always there with his grace, grateful arm and being, he just wanted to give a big old hug and say, let me help you down your life, John, with your path. And I know that God is a provider. I know that you know, he's a provider and he can provide for you. Maybe you're out there and you're struggling, maybe in finances, maybe you're struggling cause you're lonely. Maybe you're struggling due to anything out there. God is there to help you along this, and I'm and I just want you to reach out to God. You don't rem- you remember you don't have to be clean. You just come as you are. Just let tell God exactly how you feel, and He'll be there for you. Ruthie, go ahead and give me another one more. I know you got another one, right? <laughs> I love it. I do. Um, I can read uh, 11, uh, Romans eleven six. But if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. Mm. So it is only grace that saves us. It's not our works. That's right. we, there's nothing we can do, nothing we can build on. Exactly. I, I love Psalms 119. It's one of my favorite Psalms. And I've been studying the Word. And, and, and the Word is explained so many times in the Bible and who the Word is. We know who the Word is. It's Jesus Christ. It's God. And, but yet, you know, it says, you know, I, you know, 
I walk by faith, you know, and not by sight. But the faith is, is that, that you have is um, God will keep you. When I weep or when I'm sorrow, God encouraged me by his word. And his word is always out there. The word is grace again. Grace, grace, grace. So, Blaine, I'll shoot it over to you. We're getting close. Yeah, once again, just, uh, you know, we're in agreement here. And what a topic we have regarding grace. And, you know, it's, uh, we can't say it enough. You know, God's word, um, uh, you said it earlier, John, uh, that God backs up his His word. His, and, and I let so many people know that, you know, God's word teaches itself. You know, and so a minute ago you had mentioned, you know, if somebody's going through a hard time, difficulty, even if there's a difficulty financially, um, spiritually, the things that we go through, we we will always encourage our listeners, as we do ourselves, to just dig into this love letter from our God and see that, you know, we can go to that throne room of grace and that he hears, he's listening. Something I, um, I didn't, I, I kind of had a, a revelation about um, a few months ago is that, you know, we've prayed a lot of prayers through our lifetime and God doesn't forget. Yeah. I, I don't know if you ever thought about that, but there's times in my life where I'll just say, you know what? I pray for the prayers that I prayed for, for 30 years, Lord, you know what they are. I forgot them, but he didn't. <laughs> And uh, just asking for him to work and move. But, you know, this last uh, scripture of mine, um, it, 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 it just, it's his heart. It says, and I went to the Old Testament for this one, Zechariah twelve ten. It says, and I will pour on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication. Then they will look on me whom they have pierced. Boy, once, once the world finds out that God loves them through grace, it's grace that changed our lives. Yeah. It's grace that will change the world. And so this is the message, folks. Um, pass these scriptures on. God's grace will, will change the hardest heart on planet Earth. I've seen him do it. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree. Um, he's there. Uh, to, yeah, I, I, your word I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, um, God is always there. We just got to open up the door and let him in. I mean, that's the, I love the example Jesus says, I knock at the door. All you got to do is open it up. That's opening up your heart. That's opening up to him, coming to him with anything that's bothering you. A lot of people think that we, we can't come to God because we're angry or we're, he's going to get mad at me because I'm, I'm going to say he wants to hear it. Nothing. God has heard everything in the, since time began. He knows everything. He knows everything's going through you. Why not just confess and tell him? God, this is what's going on in my life. I'm having this addiction. I might have this or I might have that. Let God show, let him show you who he is. Amen. And, you know, and I and I know I had a struggle, you know, um, down trying to tell God sometimes, God, you know, I'm having a struggle on this. Can you help me along with it? And when you open up like that, folks, God is so happy. He just he wants to show who he is, just like he showed who he was with Moses back there in Exodus 34. I love it. He showed who he was. He wanted Moses to know. And so um, God can use you. Um, I know that we're getting close to the end of the show, guys, and I kind of want to hold a pause here. Um, Israel is on my heart. They're going mm-hmm. through a lot of stuff right now, folks, and we really need to be praying for Israel and the people there. Um, there's a lot of horrible things that are happening there. A lot of terror, a lot of people. And I, I, I see some of that on the news and I just, 
I thank God that we don't have that here. And and it can. It it can happen to us just as easy as it's happening over there world. So, you know, um I'd like to, you know, just a- ask you folks to reach out, give them some prayer, um ask Lord to take care of them. That's God's one of God's people and I just want, you know, us to keep um Israel in prayer. So, um, you know, and also I feel like maybe why don't we do the salvation prayer? Ruthie, I'm going to let you do this. If someone's out there that maybe doesn't know God but heard this message tonight and said, I really want to open up my heart to God. I need God to come into my life. I I got these certain issues I want to get rid of. I really want to see who this God is. And can you go ahead and lead someone into the – and it's real easy, folks. We confess with our mouth and we believe in our heart. That God is real, that Jesus died and he mm-hmm. rose for our sins and that, that um, he will, he will demonstrate who he is. So, Ruthie, I'm going to go ahead and let you take over from there. Okay, I want to read uh, Titus 2.11, for the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people. You know, we're often stingy, but God is not. God is generous and he gives grace to all, even the worst of sinners. And I know I'm the worst of sinners. And maybe there's someone out there right now who's feeling convicted of their sins. It's just like Pastor John said. You just admit you're a sinner. Believe that Jesus paid the price for your sins and choose to follow him. And if you want to do that right now, you can just pray this prayer. You can pray it silently. You can pray it out loud. You just say, Dear Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. And I want you in my life. I need you. Come into my heart, change my heart, change my life. I choose to follow you. I want your healing. I want your deliverance. And I want your peace. And I choose to commit my life to you this day. And if you have prayed that prayer, congratulations and welcome to the kingdom of God. You are now part of the family of God. And the angels in heaven are rejoicing. Amen, amen, amen. The wonderful gift of grace. I love it. Blaine, you got something to take us out on here? Um, you know, I just, in agreement with everyone else, God is so good. He's so gracious. Um, the first scripture that you read, that our Lord is, he's gracious and compassionate. He has compassion on the multitudes. He shows grace. So for us tonight, folks, let's show a little bit more grace, a little bit more compassion, and be the hands and feet of Jesus. All right, folks, I hope this message has touched you. He can give you salvation. He can give you hope. He can free us from our sins. We have. He can give you the power to obey, and it is a gift from God. He is full of grace. I hope this touched you, uh, folks. You guys have a good night, and may God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for listening to Cornerstone Radio. Join us again next week at the same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and general contributions are always welcome and will make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.